Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. Ladies and gentlemen, the weekend. Coming up on a Friday, Friday. (laughs) (laughs) Save that. Save that. Halfway home on a Friday. Thanks for uh, being here. Ben and Woods, 97.3 The Fan. I'm Woodsy. That's Paul Rindle, executive producer. Ben Higgins, your friendly neighborhood sports anchor, joins us as well. I do. And, and joining us on our premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline right now. Get right to him to kick off our 8 o'clock hour. The general manager, president of baseball operations for the San Diego Padres, A.J. Preller. A.J., as always, we appreciate your time this morning. Happy Friday to you. Hey guys, thanks for having me. All right, uh, let me start with uh, let me start with a simple one. Obviously, we know that uh, season didn't go the way we all hoped it would. What is a lesson that that you will take personally from this uh, twenty twenty three season and the disappointment of it? Yeah, I mean, I think um, you know, I think I think a bunch of things. Honestly, I mean, I talked about the other day. I think it's you know definitely view it as a, as a missed opportunity. I mean, there's not. Not uh, you know I think I think we started this season feeling that we had a team that could that could win a World Series trophy and um, you know obviously you know not playing in October right now is is, uh, is is bitter and you know I think from from you know I think there's a, there's a few different things I think one of the things overall is you know just being able to handle expectations and you know what that comes with and I think that's that's one thing that we've started talking about as a group a little bit more and. Again, I think uh, you know we'll use the next couple, you know, the next couple of weeks to unravel some more, uh, you know, some more parts of the season, and and you know, and you know, see, make sure we're in a better spot for it here going forward. 
AJ, you said on the Zoom meeting uh, the other day that you you are what your record says you are, and and I know you know that your record as the GM of the Padres is below five hundred. You're going into your, I believe, tenth year. So why should Padre fans believe that uh, that you know twenty twenty four is going to be different, and that uh, you've got the plan in place to make it different? Yeah, I think I think you know probably the I think the the biggest thing we've talked about is you know, having a team that, you know, I think philosophically what we've tried to do is invest in, in players. And, you know, I think everybody, every team does a little bit different. I think from our standpoint, you know, we've got a really good group of players that, you know, that, that, that we believe in that are going to be here. So, you know, it's not, uh, you know, I think for, for, for us, you know, you look up and starting the year next year with Tatis and Machado and Cronenworth and Soto and Darvish and Musgrove and, you know, down the list, like, I think that's the biggest thing is, you know, I've got belief in that group and, you know, I feel like, you know, it's a team that, that should be able to every year to play into, to play into October. I think it would be different if we got to this point and, you know, we look up and, you know, we, we didn't have that core group and, you know, we were in a spot where every single year you've got to kind of recreate your team. Uh, but I think that team every, you know, I think that team next year going into it gives us a really good chance to, uh, you know, to, to play, you know, to get back to where we were in, in 22 and, you know, and I think from, from our standpoint, how do we tweak it a little bit? I think we've got a, you know, a good group and the central pieces in place. And, you know, let's see if we can come up with a little different formula and, uh, you know, from that standpoint to round out the club. Talking to A.J. Preller, uh, general manager of the Padres, is with us. Uh, one of the things you did also mention on Wednesday in that Zoom was the, the possibility of hiring in your role as president of baseball operations, a general manager under you. I know uh, you said you're looking into it, and, and it may or may not happen at some point. What what sort of person would you would you look for in that role if if you did decide to go that direction? Yeah, I mean, I think I think you know you're always looking for people that are open and people that obviously you know know the game, understand the game, people that are you know open to different ideas and thoughts, people that can you know bring a group together. Um, you know, I think, uh, you know, somebody that, that, that can complement, you know, our, our group and what we do. I think that's, you know, that's with anything, with any hire, that's, 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 you know, those are the things that we're always looking to bring in. And, you know, somebody that wants to be collaborative and, um, you know, and, 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 you know, ultimately is going to, going to help us win baseball games. So we, we've, again, like we, we have a, you know, we, we have a lot of really good people here at the Padres. And I think it's, uh, you know, it's a big reason why we've, we've been in the playoffs a couple of times and, you know, why we've, you know, we, we, we have a roster that people want to come see play. And, you know, ultimately when we, when we talked about it the other day, I think it's, you know, I think every year you go out and we're, we're always trying to look to add and, you know, bring in, you know, people that, uh, that can add to the group we currently have. And I don't think this off season will, uh, will, will, you know, will, will be any different from that standpoint. Do you feel a little painted in, in, in a corner now since you said you, that you'd be open to that? And now, you know, everyone's like, well, you should definitely do that because it can only help to get a fresh voice. Do you feel like if you don't do it, people are going to be mad? I mean, I know there's really no winning, <laughs> but do you feel like now you, you almost kind of have to? No, I mean, again, like I, I think, I think, you know, looking to add good people and how it, you know, kind of complements our, our team. I think those are all, you know, those are all things that we're, you know, I'm always looking at and trying to do. I don't, I don't feel like, Hey, we have to, you know, if we come out of the off season and, you know, we haven't done X, you know, X, Y, and Z from a, you know, from a, from a front office standpoint that that's a failure. I think it's just like, Hey, let's, let's, let's go out and make sure we, you know, we have good people on in place that are, you know, they're going to help our club win. And, 
um, you know, I think we'll be open to that here in the next couple of weeks and months. Uh, talking to AJ Preller here on Ben and Woods this morning. Now, you said it on uh, on the Zoom, and then Bob pretty much confirmed it yesterday to Bernie Wilson that that you guys don't really put a lot of stock into anonymous quotes. But my counter to that, AJ, is that a lot of them are coming from current players on your own clubhouse. I I fully understand people that maybe you used to work with, whatever. That I understand. They would say the same thing about me. I get it. Uh, but is there a reason that you guys wouldn't want to listen to and maybe respond to some of those concerns that have been raised? Uh, is that something you guys are planning on doing? I mean, I think, again, like the... You know, we're, we're constantly talking to our players. I think it's one of the things, you know, from my standpoint, we've been, you know, you, you see it both ways. I see, I see the front office get criticized for talking too much to our players and listening too much. You see us get criticized for, um, you know, for not listening enough. So I think, you know, I, I don't put a, again, like from that standpoint, I'm not too, too focused on, you know, on, uh, you know, whether or not we should do that to, to, to win public opinion or anything like that from that standpoint. I think ultimately, you know, getting feedback from a, from a group is important. And, you know, but I think the feedback we'll get is, is from somebody directly where they're putting their name to something or, you know, talking to your players and getting specific, you know, situations and details on how we get better as a group. And, you know, we're going to, we're going to put all our effort into that. We do that every year, every off season, and we're going to do that again here this off season. Then you get, you know, you get, you know, specific examples and ways you get better, but I think the point Bob was making and, you know, I think a uh, similar thought that a lot of people at Petco feel right now is, you know, when you have, when you have just, uh, you know, a story where there's no, you know, there's, there's no names to it and there's no context, you know, it's hard really to comment on that. We don't, we don't put, you know, it's, it's hard to put a lot of attention and time on that. Honestly. Well, one of the names uh, in, in one of those articles was the name Don Tricker. And I've been dying to ask you about Don Tricker. Who is he? What does he do? And is he, you know, still going to be part of the organization going forward? Because that was a name that I think a lot of us hadn't heard before uh, until this piece came out. It, it's a pretty fascinating, pretty fascinating part of the Padres story uh, and wanted to get your comments on Don Tricker. Yeah, Don, you know, Don is, Don came over from the All Blacks, um, you know, the New Zealand rugby organization, one of, one of the most successful programs in the game right now, or, in, you know, basically across the world. And Don's, Don's main role with us is to, you know, oversee our uh, training staff and our strength and conditioning groups. And that's always an area where, you know, getting, where, where those two groups, making sure they're on the same page. Sometimes, you know, and, and I think when when I got here to San Diego, there was a lot of talk about those two groups not quite, you know, working together. Maybe having, you know, different motivations and and some different thoughts. And um, you know, Don has been able to come in and you know, honestly, in the last four or five years, those two groups have worked really well together. And I think in large part because of uh, of the work that Don has done. You know, where he's able to get those two groups to understand, hey, this is about putting our players in the best position possible. Um, and using the strengths of those two groups to make sure we're in a really good position. And, um, you know, I think Don is, you know, if you go, you talk to people in our organization, um, you know, there's, there, there, there are a ton of people that have a lot of respect for Don and honestly feel like he's been a, a big difference maker for us. Sure. And I, I think my, you know, the, my overall point that it, it, it they didn't seem very pleased uh, with Don in, in that article. So that's kind of what I wanted to, to find out. If, is that something that's going to be addressed as well? Yeah, no, again, like I think, uh, you know, when, when, when you talk to the, the people that are working a single day, um, you know, uh, there's, there's a lot of people that have a ton of respect and, and, you know, I feel like Don adds a ton to the organization and, 
you know, from my standpoint, he's a guy that's uh, that's been a difference maker for us here in the last few years. Talking to AJ Preller and uh, AJ, I know fans would love to to hear about like specific plans for players, and mm-hmm. I, I realize you you probably can't do that first of all because you, you don't know what you know they're they're going to be looking for and asking for, and wouldn't really be wise to to give the plan out as well. However. The, the first immediate decisions uh, that you've got coming up, like uh, player options and team options on pitchers like Michael Waka and Nick Martinez, can you at least kind of tell us how how you're going to make those decisions? Valuable guys, but but obviously you know they, they, those are those are some big decisions that you have to make here coming up. What what kind of uh, the process is going to be going underway here with with those two guys specifically? Yeah, I mean, I think I think when we get to. Uh... You know, I think when we get the next couple of weeks is all about figuring out a budget and, you know, where we're going to be at from a payroll standpoint. And then that'll point us in the direction of what the what the next steps are. So, you know, I think the you know, I think we have a, a few players with these opt out situations, I think, with Waka and, you know, with, with Michael and with Seth Lugo. You know, they were they were two guys that honestly were, were probably two of the, uh, you know, two, two signs last offseason that did great work for us and, and pitched really well and have put themselves in a position where, you know, both from a team standpoint, we have a decision with Michael to make. With Seth's standpoint, he's got a player option. And the same thing with Nick Martinez. So, um, you know, I think we're going to – we'll see how the next couple of weeks play out. We'll get a sense of, you know, what our what our payroll and budget numbers are going to look like. And, you know, then we'll uh, we'll handle those situations as we go and kind of factor in what the trade market's presenting, what the free agent market's presenting, and, um, you know, and go from there. But all three guys are, are three players that – you know they've they've pitched really well here and have been you know at least in this in this last year those they were big parts of the pitching staff Nick the last couple of years and I think we'll we have to get into the off season and kind of see how things play out but they're another guys that we'd like to bring back but got to see how things all work out over the next few weeks. TJ Preller on with Ben Woods this morning and you know with with so much payroll committed long term AJ and I know uh, Peter. Obviously, we're pulling for him to get better sooner than later, right? Uh, Peter has preached continuity with the San Diego Padres, and we're going to get continuity this year with you back and, and, and Bob Melvin back as well. But, you know, Bob is going to be playing or managing uh, on a one-year deal as of right now. Do you think that's going to be a distraction that's going to be hanging over him, you, the fan base, anybody that wants Bob back? Um, you know, if, if things go south early, um, you know, I'm sure everybody's going to be talking, of course not us, uh, about a, a quick hook um, and, and going with a different voice. Is that something you've thought about, an extension? Have you guys talked about that at all? Yeah, I mean, I think, I think like I mentioned the other day, I mean, I think all the, you know, whenever, you know, contract negotiation situations on, on that front, well, you know, you know I think from, from, from our organization, myself, you know, we never really get into the details of that publicly, um, you know, but I think, you know, our players have a lot of respect for Bob. Um, you know, and, and again, I, I, I think from, from that standpoint, or, you know, I think our players, honestly, like they, they understand a, they, they, you know, I think their focus is going to be on how do we make sure that we're in a better spot for next year. And, you know, I think that's, uh, you know, I, I think from, from our standpoint with Bob, um, you know, I think that's going to be really a big part of the focus over the next few weeks is, is getting there. And, you know, anything we do with Bob and his situation from a contract standpoint, we'll handle, you know, between me and, me and him. You know, privately and go from there with it. Sure, is it, but is it is it contingent? You know, is it contingent on winning? Is it is it? Well, if you get off to a hot start, then we can talk about. You know, you don't have to give particulars of a, a number or anything like that. I mean, is it? Do all parties involved, you know, want to stay here and and continue to to pull on that rope and deliver, you know, a championship? 
Yeah, I mean, I think that's that's really what uh, you know. Again, I, I think um, you know, obviously, when the season uh, when the season ended, um, you know, everybody's kind of so focused on winning games at the end of the year and, and during the season. I think when the, when the year ended, that's what you know the the last you know the the first few days coming out of uh, the season was all about, just making sure that hey, now that we got a little chance to breathe, you know, think about and reflect a little bit. Hey, where, where's everybody at? And you know, I think from Bob's standpoint, you know. Uh, hearing his take and his thoughts and, you know, getting to a point, you know, the, the couple of days after that where everybody's, you know, I think everybody looked at it as, yeah, this is a place we all we believe in our players. We believe in the, in the team and the group. And, you know, I think everybody's excited about, you know, the challenge for the off season about getting better. And, you know, hearing that from Bob directly over the course of the last few days was important. And you know, I think honestly, everybody's feeling pretty good going into the off season from that standpoint. You're uh, you're one of the few people in baseball that uh, Scott Boris uh, seems to speak highly of, uh, especially at those winter meetings, press conferences. Obviously, with Juan Soto, uh, one year left on on his team control. Have have you seen a willingness on their side to even discuss? You know, Scott has been known for wanting to take players to that open market to to drive up the free agent prices. I mean, you certainly have expressed an interest in keeping Juan Soto. Is that something that you feel like they'll they'll really discuss before that time that he gets to free agency? Yeah, I mean, I think with uh, with Scott, he's always you know at least in our dealings with him, he's always been very clear. You know, in terms of you know, and I think. Uh, I think you know he's 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 made it clear that Juan Juan enjoys San Diego. He likes it here. Uh, he obviously had a really big year for us this year and in, in, in a big second half and in, in, in last month. And um, you know I think uh, you know again I think you know from from you know from Scott and from Juan talking to those guys over the last year. Uh, yeah, I think there's there, there's definitely scenarios where they have you know, being in San Diego is of interest. And I think that's, you know, we'll get into that a little bit more here as we get into the next couple, you know, next couple of weeks and months and, and get more of a sense for exactly what that means. But I think the interest level on both sides is there. Good. Uh, talking to AJ Preller, last one for me, AJ, before we let you go. So we had Eric Krupner on um, a couple weeks ago and, you know, he talked about reducing payroll. Uh, it's been reported payroll is going to go down. Now season tickets are going up and, and we hear from hundreds and hundreds of Padre fans on a daily basis. You know, what's your message to those fans? The, the ones that, that are kind of, they have a little doubt now. They're a little unsure. They still love the Padres, but they want the Padres to do well and be in the playoffs. You know, what is your message to those guys about some, some tangible, uh, improvements that we can expect next year? Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, the biggest thing is, you know, I, I just know, um, that we've got, you know, a group of players that is, I feel like as talented as any team in the game coming back, you know, for next year. And I think we're going to have an unbelievably motivated, you know, group of guys that, you know, I think the way we, we played down the stretch, I think we had the best record in, in baseball in the month of September. Um, you know, I think that's, that's, that's what we should expect every single day. Uh, you know, what we should expect, you know, from the beginning for next year. So, you know, I think you can, you can look at it. There are some things that didn't go our way this year. You know, from uh, you know, from 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 some different standpoints, but I think we're, you know, I know I know that the, the guys just talking to them here at the end of the season are very motivated. You know, they, they, we played very hard down the stretch, and you know, and, and took a run out of here down down the end. But um, you know, I, I think from that group standpoint, um, you know, the way we played down the stretch, I think everybody said, yeah, that's the way it should be. Every you know, from from day one here and. I think that group's going to be very motivated to make sure we uh, we do that here from 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 day one of next season.
think that's a, a positive note to end it on. AJ, we do really, uh, truly appreciate you, you giving us the time and uh, what you can share with us, and, and our Tier 1s appreciate it as well. Good luck to you with Padres in the offseason. I'm sure we'll check in at some point, and we will be looking forward to being back at uh, spring training in February and see you out in Peoria. All right, appreciate it. Thanks, guys. All right, there's General Manager and President of Baseball Operations, A.J. Preller. On our Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline, save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall. Chevrolet, find new roads. All right, um, I thought we'll, we'll, we'll discuss as we come back, and we can open the phones as well. 833-288-0973. Thought we got a little more than the Zoom there. A little bit. A little bit more, um, but you can make your own judgments. Uh, join us. Coming up next year, after a check of traffic, we'll be right back with Ben Woods. San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Reviews of our A.J. Preller interview are in. 
they're mostly positive. I don't <laughs> care about the reviews. I mean, again, you know, like I answer, I asked him the questions I wanted to ask him, and with AJ Preller, that's all you can do. That's that's it. Yeah, that's I think, all you uh, can do. Yeah, a lot of people said, yeah, you know, good questions. You did, did did your best, guys. You asked the questions that needed to be asked. It's like walking someone said in, it was bleeping garbage, but that's fine. That's your you opinion, Ben. You can't walk in a room and look at me and go, "Stop being fat." <laughs> like, hey, <laughs> stop being fat. What? Well, they also want you uh, to come in there. Uh, hey, AJ, thanks for joining us. You know, why do you suck? What's your effing problem? Yeah, what's your deal? <laughs> no, I, I, I look. I had a list of questions. I worked on them extensively. Listen here, idiot. I like, wanted to ask him about Don Tricker. Um, I wanted. I thought that was good. I did too. I, I am surprised based on you know the, the thing that bums me out. You know, it's based on everything I've heard about Don Tricker from, you know, the quote-unquote anonymous players that play on the team. <laughs> Nobody wants him there. So I don't know how that works. But, um, you know, and, and is is a problem. So, again, I have no idea what personnel changes are going to be made between now and opening day. I would imagine there would be some. Um, Every team has some. Oh, right? yeah, 100%. I mean, and, and guys move on. Guys get offers. They, oh, I get a chance to go and... Be an instructor in my hometown of Kansas City. Go ahead, right? Like, it's going to happen. There's going to be turnover. There's always turnover. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I got to an- ask the questions I wanted to ask, so I was happy. Yeah, I mean, the fact that, uh, I mean, these next couple of weeks where he said they're going to determine the budget for the off season coming up here, and that will, I mean, that's going to be incredibly significant direction pointer for the off season. If the budget is severely slashed, it, it's a completely different strategy than if it's just slashed a little bit. Then you, you'll have more wiggle room with who you can re-sign and bring back. Or, you know, they're going to have to make do with uh, letting a lot of the guys go that are free agents and then figure out how to replace them on a, on a much lower salary level, which is tougher to do. Not impossible, but much tougher to do. It, it is possible to put together a really good team. We've talked about that. Whatever the payroll level is, as long as it's you know still among the top ten in baseball, what you can't say that well AJ's hands were tied because he didn't wasn't given the budget. Not going to blame the budget for the Padres' lack of success if they don't have it next season. And by the way, as much as y'all may hate it, AJ could be right. These players are good enough that they could come back and have a really good season next year. Sure. It's not, yeah. I mean, the core. It's not, it's not a crazy thing for A.J. to defend the talent of his players and believe in the players coming back and having better years than they did this particular year. That's not, no. that's not wrong of him to say that. Absolutely not. It's not, it's not, you're not selling us a bill of goods. The, the wrong would be just simply leaning on that and that only and just dismissing everything from 2023, not learning anything, not trying to change anything. Yeah, that's my biggest fear. I, my biggest fear is that it's like, hey, season's over, let's let's wipe the board clean and let's get cracking on 2024. Um, and again, nothing changes if nothing changes. If you don't change... You know some things about the organization, and and um, you know do a little bit of reflection. And all right, I, I need to button it up. I need to clean up. We've all, you know, things have gotten away from all of us in our life at times. And and you got to reset. And and just the put my head down and grind, 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 grind is not always the right answer. It's just not. And I don't know that it's the right answer for him and them and uh, everything else. But yeah, I mean, look, it's it's 
you know what you're getting in into when you interview AJ Preller, um, and he's just is just not going to give you a lot. There's a um, it's a bit of a chicken or the egg question, but in 2022, when things went pretty well for the Padres. You remember there was LFGSD, you know, the Jorge Alfaro moments. It really felt like there was a great vibe at at Petco Park in the clubhouse for the most part. It wasn't perfect, but there was something special going on in the air. You never felt that last season. Now, is it was the vibe created because of those great wins and that created the great vibe and because they never had those, the vibe wasn't created or was the vibe already there? And that led to the wins. Ken Rosenthal wrote a piece uh, this morning in The Athletic talking about, it starts out, it says, bring back feel. He he says, it's not that I'm against analytics. I'm not. They inform us, enlighten us, brought us our understanding of the sport. But there is also maybe it's been forgotten a little bit that creating a, a positive feel among a team is very important for success. And you see the teams at the end you know, are they there because they had the good feel, or do they feel good because they're there at the end? Is it the chicken or is it the egg? Which one is it? Because the Padres need to create a better feel next season than they ever had this year. Yeah, and you can't fake it. That's the thing is they tried to fake it early on in the season with the pinata parties and everything else, and it just wasn't there. You can't can't do a pinata party after winning twelve to one and then go out and lose. Three to nothing, and leave fourteen men in scoring position, and get beat by a guy. You know that is it's his second start. But ever. there's some fans who would say, "Just keep your head down and work hard." I don't want to see any of these celebrations. That's not necessarily a healthy way to go about a 162 game season. Never enjoy the good moments, and and always just go. Maybe we, right. maybe we don't need to know. Maybe we don't need to know. Maybe I, maybe I don't need to be inside the locker room for a pinata party. Maybe. You know, maybe putting your head down and beating the crap out of teams like you're supposed to do, winning those games you're favored in, preparing like you should. You know, I, I it's, it would, it's me talking out of my ass, but you know what I'm saying? Like, there's no reason that they should have lost to some of the teams they lost to this year. None. I mean, just far superior talent, far. And I understand that it's baseball. I do. But to get bodied on certain days by literal no-names with the superstars in this lineup, you thought they were going to be infallible to that. And they were incredibly fallible to it. They beat way better opponents yeah. and way better teams and way better pitchers. But then you go against the Pirates and the Royals. And you just get you just get hammered. Those lifeless moments of the season that just that kept popping happen. up. cannot no. happen. It cannot be dead. You know, your heartbeat cannot be so low in June. Um, those games are important. And that's a message I think, you know, all those players should. I, I hope they're embarrassed. I hope they're watching these playoffs and they're sick to their stomach. You know, because I think I have a lot of Pottery fans DMing me saying, I don't even know how you're watching these playoffs. I'm nauseous. I go, I watch the playoffs because I'm a baseball fan first. I love the playoffs. You couldn't tear me away. But yeah, you know what we should be doing today? We should be at a bar. Right now, this morning, getting ready for an absolute blowout tomorrow. Well, we should be out at Happy Does right. or you know Ale Smith, wherever We're, we would raging. God, I miss that. Hey, Jake Peavy's here. You know he stopped by again. We're getting ready for the Padres playoff. You know against Those whoever. Last year was so freaking fun. And you know the players are all doing what they're doing, relaxing. They're on vacation, shutting it down, getting healthy, whatever. I hope they're watching too. You know. 
they're the ones that can change it. You know, they can, they're the ones that can change it next year. I want to hear from the tier ones. We're going to take a quick break. We'll come back. Give us a call. We'll light up these phone lines during the break and then go uh, get some of your opinions on what you heard from AJ, what we're talking about. 833-288-0973. Don't go away. Ben and Woods continuing here on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Had an interesting discussion in the break because we were talking about Ken Rosenthal's piece, Bringing Back Feel, and whether the Padres and A.J. Preller have been able to create that right kind of feel in the clubhouse. Certainly didn't seem like they had it this year. Kind of did have it the year before. What was the difference? What changed? You can point at players and say, Jerks and Profar, Jorge Alfaro. Were they the glue that was holding it all together? That seems like a bit of a stretch to me as well. But the Phillies clearly seem to have it right now. Now, you know, maybe it looks differently if they lose their next two games and they're facing elimination at the hands of the Braves. Yeah, vibe's not so you important know, anymore. Vi- vibe doesn't look as good anymore and you lose two games at Truist Park. But at this very moment, that team looks like they've got the exact right kind of vibes you're looking for. Do they have more talent than the Padres, though? They're very talented. Don't get me wrong. But when I think when you I'd go through their they, roster, I mean, I'd, at least... I'd say, I'd say, I mean, dude, you got to look at their bullpen. So, yeah, I think they do. I think Real Muto, yes. So go around the horn. You want Real Muto or you want Camposano and Sanchez? Real Muto. I'll take Real Muto. Yeah. Go to first base. You want Jay Cronenworth? You want Bryce Harper? I'll take Bryce, Bryce Harper. Harper. Go to second base. Who is it? Stott? Hassan Kim. I'll take Kim. Kim, okay. Yeah. Uh, Stott was up. pretty good, though. You yeah. got Trey Turner or Xander Bogarts. I'll take Trey. Turner, yeah. I mean, yeah. But it's not It's not a huge Third base, leap. you got Bohm and Manny. I'll take Manny. Manny. Um, right field, I'll take Tatis. Tatis. I'll take Tatis over anything you got. Yeah, left field, Soto or Schwarber, I'll take Soto. But Schwarber, Schwarber I mean, DH. I'll DH. Yeah, DH, DH, I'll take Schwarber. Absolutely. Yeah. But like, you know. They got st- Christian, Christian Pache out there and left, so I'll, I'll you take know, Rotation, Soto. Snell or Wheeler, probably. Well, after the Cy Young season, you go Snell. I'm, I'm talking about this last season. I mean, bullpen to bullpen, it's you not know, hate, close. Closer, haters, fine. You know, haters it certainly compares. Anymore. But set, No, I'm talking about this last oh, season. this last year. This last season, Snell's not going to you know here anymore. But why is this team, you know? So what have they created? They've, They've created, created a, a better vibe than the Padres were able to create. And it's pretty clear that winning baseball games is the only thing they care about. 
That's it. But they, they didn't win early in the season either. No, they, they, they struggled they, early in the season. Sure. But they had the experience of getting to the World Series last year. Same group of guys. Potters came really close. They did. They did. And, and which is why I thought, stupidly, oh man, you guys got so close you could taste it, you know, last year. No. I mean, it couldn't have been, couldn't have been worse. And, and, and again, I know, you know, AJ, they, the it, Phillies had expectations like sure. the Potters going into this year. I think. The fact that they turned it on, the fact that they have the ability to turn it on, you know, seemingly at the best times, and the Padres did not, you know, the the one thing that made me mad about A.J. Preller's interview, to be honest with you, I I don't want to hear any more about last year and the last month. I just don't. It means nothing. It just means nothing. You played weak, weak teams down the stretch. You had nothing to play for, really. Mathematically, a .01% chance. You know, I... I said it uh, early in the week, too, when we were talking about the meeting on Monday. And I said, if these guys are really going to sit there and wait till the season's over to go back over, you should already know your issues. And to hear him say it today, no, no, everyone was just focused on, and he said it on the Zoom, we were just focused on you know, maybe making a run. No, I, I, don't, I do not agree. But you bring up the catch-22 of this Padres season. That, that truly is the head-scratcher and the baffler. So we've said so many times, all those early season games that they lost, boy, if you just, if you just played with more urgency back then, well, do you want them to play with more urgency? Or do you want them to play like they did at the end of the season with less urgency, like nothing matters? Go, go into the season. The expectations, were they crushing you or were you... Were you too confident and you didn't play with enough urgency? Yeah, Which think, one was it? Honestly, the, Were you trying too hard because you, your expectations were so high? Or were you cruising because they weren't... You see what I'm saying? No, it's, because like, here's what I'm saying to you is you need guys that say, yes, I will go to first base if you need me to go first, to first base, like Bryce Harper said. Yes, I will play hurt. Absolutely. Whatever you need. I just want to win and bring a championship to the city of San Diego, which is what the Phillies guys say to a man. They may not get there. Manny and Xander did do that. They played hurt. They played hurt, yeah. They they may not get there. They may not get there, the Phillies. They're not I mean, they have a really tall task ahead of them. And, you know, everyone that's that's lauding them for their vibes and, and how great they play as a team together, they could get swept by the Braves easily. <laughs> the Braves are really, really good. Um I think next year, I, you know what? I don't. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear. I don't like hitting here. I don't want to hear. Mm, when we, you know, when we get down early, we just feel like we're out of it. I don't want to hear. Hey, don't worry. At the end of the year, our baseball cards are going to say we're good. I don't want to hear it. That's. I, I can't listen to it as a fan. It's not what I want to hear from 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 my team. You know, I want to hear. I busted my ass in the off season to get better. Um, I did this. I did that. Tangible things I did. I got healthy. I'm ready. No prisoners. That's it. And if you fall short, if you fall short, that's okay. It's really hard to win a World Series. But don't come in and tell me, hey, listen, we're going to be fine. We're going to be fine. We have now seen what can happen when you take your foot off the gas early in the season. Yeah, Again, though, it's funny because you say that. What did I do in the offseason to get better? What were the stories going into this last season? Uh, Joe Musgrove, Fernando Tatis Jr., unbelievable, these workouts, the lengths they're going to to get better and improve. They they had, I mean, Tatis had a good year. A good year. Again, trying Musgrove might have done too much, though, Mus- in, in his workouts and, well, in the offseason. You know, again, there's some freaky stuff that happens, certainly. You know, maybe Joe doesn't work out with kettlebells anymore, right? Or just... <laughs> 
little talcum on the hands could help, you know, a little a little stickum. But no, I'm not putting the blame on any player in particular. They all, every one of them, said weird, goofy stuff this year that made me think: Are you guys? Do you really? Is is winning the most important thing, or is it about your personal comfort? All of them. I mean, up and down the roster, really, Ben. They all said stuff where I look, scratch my head, and I'm like, okay. That's the thing that you're really not hearing. At least I don't I don't cover these other teams as, as closely. So maybe they did that. Maybe some maybe Acuna said, No, no, I want to do this. You know, and he did. I don't know. But I I do know that there was a major commitment to winning um by all these teams remaining, you know, and, and from ownership to the GM to the players on the field. It was one goal and one goal only, and it wasn't about personal comfort. It wasn't about our stats. It wasn't about you know anything other than we're going to try to really win a World Series. I have made a commitment to take some phone calls, so I see callers on the line. We will start getting to those right after this check of traffic on 97.3 The Fan. Alright, 833-288-0973. Let's start with Thomas. Thomas, welcome to Ben and Woods on a Friday on 97.3 The Fan. Good morning. Good morning. It's Great to uh, talk to you guys this morning. Thank you, buddy. So real real quick before I get to AJ, I just know that I would personally like to take credit for the year that Juan Soto had. (laughs) Ben, when you were on one of your many, many vacations, I had called in and pleaded with Woodsy to make an executive decision to do a recount on, uh, I just think the pressure was too much for Juan Soto. He couldn't handle a, having the number one drop, and so I thought it should have been Adam Kluge. Like yeah, it, it should have right? never won. It should have never won. Yeah, yeah so, never. Um, so number two, uh, would he please, please this year, this coming year, don't bring in some quack I won't. that's going to break the curse over the, the Padres? I won't. Um, that that guy was something. Maybe, maybe the curse really... Maybe he really did, but unfortunately, it was four months too late. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah, the energy and, healer and did not week, work. Did, it made uh, it worse. Uh, <laughs> although you know, he did say there was a lag. Is it possible that the energy <laughs> healer finally worked over the last yeah, sixteen games true. of the season? That is true. An extra six weeks. <laughs> exactly. And then my my last point is, I would just like to get the formula to the Kool Aid that AJ number one has got Mister Seidler to drink, and now he's trying to get all the rest of us tier ones to drink. Uh, I've got a headache after that interview. That was just AJ's the only person I know that can say a whole lot of something without saying a whole lot of nothing. Yeah, I will say that um, if the strategy is to club the rest of the league with your talent, then you better have a whole lot more talent than everyone else. And the Potters have a lot of talent, but we just went through the Phillies roster. You can go through the Braves roster. Go through the Dodgers roster, and I'm not saying that the Padres are less talented than those teams, but they're not. They're not so far and above those teams that you can simply roll your talent out into the field and go. We're just going to club our way through everybody. Now you should have clubbed your way through the Pirates, and you couldn't figure out how to do that. That's a big problem. But you don't have that much talent that you can just say. You still need to find those extra little edges, those uh, those little margins where you can you know improve here and there. You know, turn a couple of losses on, into victories. Hold on, though. The the, the margins on, on how you can improve, improve at least, you know, we're not going to club anybody over the head with our talent next year with only, right now, two starting pitchers under contract, both of which are injured. We're just not. It, it, that that's, that's a pipe dream uh, right now. Yes, the core is absolutely great. 
you know, Manny. We know the names. They've got to play better. They know that. Number one. Manny's already he's hurt. He's coming back. We don't know when he's coming back. How's he going to play? Is he going to need a nice long ramp up? Or will he finally be healthy for the first time in a long time sure. and have a monster season? Yeah, exactly. I mean, anything can happen, certainly. Um, is Xander's risk going to be okay? There's so many question marks. So I think the days of believing, you know, we're going to club guys over the, the head with our talent, I don't know what the roster's going to look like. It's gonna, you're going to be hard-pressed to make it look better than it did this year, and you still fell short. You needed a miraculous run at the end to, to crack 500 uh, by a couple of games. So, yeah, I mean, forgive me if I'm not you know, drinking the Kool-Aid so, so far. Let's go to Lorenzo. You're next sure. up here on 97.3 The Fan. Hey, Lorenzo, oh, hey, you're on the air. <laughs> Lorenzo's in a different conversation. Lorenzo, are you there? Oh, yeah, I'm here. I'm yeah, go ahead. You're on the air. Thinking about yeah, yeah. Uh, just just a couple things. Uh, one, um, uh, some of your uh, compadres on the on the uh, station. Well, in the beginning of the season, what drives me nuts is when we start losing the teams that we should be winning, and then turn around and it's okay because we have a long season ahead of us. I'm one of them. That drives I, I, me nuts. I, I'm absolutely one of them, and I have been my whole life. And that's you know I'm doing that again. I get I get that from when we have Jesse Agler on Lorenzo. He's always yelling at me when I get mad about early season yeah. losses in May. And Jesse's the smartest guy I know, literally. And he's like, yeah. will you shut up? It's a long year. And I'm like, all right, you're right. It is a marathon. I get it. There needs to be more sprint in the players, though. There does. Yeah, and, this, and the second one, secondly, is you guys touched on this morning, is they're sitting at home right now, realizing, I, I can care less uh, if they played the worst teams or the best teams in September. They did what they had to do to have the best record in September. So how do you feel sitting at home knowing that the best team is sitting at home at this point in time? Yeah, you know, many so a lot of people made the point too, Lorenzo, well, this team was really built for October. Now, when healthy, if if Joe and you were at their normal dude, there's not a team I'm scared of in baseball right now. If if you Darvish, Joe Musgrove, Manny, they're all healthy, Cronenworth, whatever. If they're all healthy, I'll take all comers. They're built. They were built for October. Problem was, they didn't get to October. So, how that team doesn't figure out a way to win eighty-eight games is beyond me. Yeah, I, I mean, they, I, they with the they performances out, that they had, they need to figure out how to win ninety-five games. Yeah, that's it. Seven games. I, like, games. I did like what AJ had to say about the final month, and he goes. That's how we need to play every month. Every month, yeah. You, know, you win twenty games a month, you're going to win hundred and twenty games. Right. That's a it's a really, really, really good season. At least he didn't say fifty four percent of our <laughs> yeah. games. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, it, I like that. In contrast to Jerry Depoto, he goes, "No, we expect that kind of level of play month after month during the season. It can't just be the last month of the year. No. It can't just be the second month. It can't just be the fourth month. It can't be the first. Now, I, look I, at the I race. Know, I know you're not going to win twenty every month, right. but a bad month is five hundred. A great month is 20, and your average month, you know, could roll in with 15, 16 wins. You're going to have a 9,500-win season that way. Yeah. All right, we'll come back. Uh, more calls, 833-288-0973. The Fan, Rindle Report, RIP to Dick Butkus, and more next on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 